it's not your fault. Oftentimes, parents can feel like, oh, what did I do to cause this to happen to my child? We can internalize it and just start to beat ourselves down. Oh, it's my fault. I'm not a good parent. What did I do wrong? And that's really not the life that God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to have that mentality. It's nothing that we did. Things just happen in life, but they're not meant to break us down. You know, they're meant for us to just like walk in it. And the thing is, is to remember that you're not alone. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. You're in for a treat. And if you would like to be able to follow along with all the incredible shares in this interview, please do visit thefearlesscreator.com slash Waivani. And that is spelled out for you as you can see the link directly in the description of this episode. And of course, in the show notes available everywhere you listen to podcasts. So let's get right into it. Hello, hello, hello. So excited to have with me here today, the lovely and the one and only Waivani Williams. I'm going to share with you about Waivani Williams, inspiring ways in which she is showing up with her story of triumph and advocacy. I'm going to start off by sharing her bio with you as she is an inspiring author that has recently published her book, which you can see here on the screen, Parenting Interesting Children. And so we want to share her story with you as we know it's going to encourage the widespread community that is looking to overcome and to be triumphant with all of the things that they have sent their way, whether it's dealing with all the struggles of simply living life and living life fearlessly with all the challenges of raising a special needs son. And I'm going to share a bit more about her from her bio. Waivani is a licensed professional counselor and a nationally certified guardian. Waivani lives in Maryland with her 11-year-old son, who has special needs. She's a survivor of domestic violence, a songwriter, recording artist, an author, advocate for the special needs population, and the founder of Waivani Publishing LLC. Waivani manages a private practice called Starburst Counseling and Wellness LLC. She provides mental health counseling services and promotes wellness of the mind, body, and soul. Her motto is life is messy. Don't do it alone. Thank you so much, Waivani, for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so excited about you fearlessly answering the call and sharing your story and publishing this book, which is no easy task or feat. And so I want to give people an opportunity to learn about your why and, you know, what drove you to getting your story out there to help others. And so we're going to jump right into that portion. I'd love for you to share why is it that you decided to write this book? So when I first discovered that my kiddo had special needs, I felt really overwhelmed. And initially, I didn't have much support and I really struggled. And so there was like no resources for me. There wasn't like anything that I could tap into to tell me, like, what do I do next? And so I wanted to help other parents who have a similar journey to already be able to have access to resources to help them on their journey. 
Wow. Thank you so much for just stepping up. I know it's not an easy thing to, to share your struggles and to recognize that it can be such a blessing to others who are experiencing similar struggles and they just need to know a way out. And you've advocated for yourself and you can share with others how to do the same. And so I'd love for you to share in this moment, how is it that you found your purpose, despite all that you're going through and that you've been able to live through, you're walking in your purpose. And I'd love for you to share how you were able to do so. Well, I, again, in the past, I was really overwhelmed and I felt extremely like depressed and lonely and literally God set me free. And he just did a wonderful thing with my family, especially with my son and my son. And God just was like, look, I made you, I made him, you can do this. And so that was kind of like, like an aha moment for me. I was like, yeah, I I can do this. If God gave me this child, I can take care of him. God's going to give me everything, all the tools that I need to to do, to do this job. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. And I feel free now. I don't no longer feel embarrassed or that I should share my story. I think that people should talk about their struggles and also how they have overcome. And so that's kind of how I came into walking into my purpose. Wow, so powerful. Yes, you are an overcomer and you're encouraging others to embrace the fact that in Christ, you can overcome as well. So, so powerful. And love for you to share with us, what does being a fearless creator mean to you? Because we read your bio and you certainly are that. You're doing so many incredible things, fearlessly creating in many ways. And so we'd love to hear your definition of that. So for me, it means standing out and just like getting over yourself and letting yourself be a willing vessel to help other people. Wow. Love, love, love that. Just short, sweet, to the point, this concept of making sure you tap in to who you were made to be and not shying away from that, despite what comes your way. That is that story of triumph that everybody can tap into as a fearless creator. I'd love for you to share, how do you plan and even journal for the kind of life you want to live and what you want to achieve as a fearless creator when you get ready to write your book or you're getting ready to go before a client to help help them as a therapist? Let us know your routine and the way in which you're able to do what you do. So I do have a prophetic gift. And so that's kind of what I use to to do everything in life. Like I go directly to my source of power, which is God. And I say, hey, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I literally just let him guide me when I'm writing, when I'm singing, when I'm applying at jobs, when I'm like raising my son. I just let him literally guide me and I actually hear his voice. And so that's how I'm able to do all these things. It's not me on my own, but literally I feel so connected to God that I'm able to hear him and hear what he wants me to do. Beautiful. I I love that you're not relying on your own strength because definitely that would get quite tricky knowing that as human beings, things can get so fickle and you are really relying on the strength and the source. Oh my word. That I know for those who are experiencing struggles and in need of that lift in order to triumph, they can rest on the 
the, the father's hands, that he's going to carry them every step of the way. And I love that you allow that to chart your, your path that you need to take and to be able to plan effectively and to fearlessly create. So thank you for sharing that. I'd love for you to let us know a little bit more about this book that you've written that is so tremendous. You know, you shared why you decided to write this book, Parenting Interesting Children. And we know that it really is a, a real life story of raising a child with special needs. And so I want you to let us know what is it that you're hoping for people to receive and to get from this incredible work? So there are three main points that I want parents to know. And the first one is that it's not your fault. Oftentimes, parents can feel like, oh, what did I do to cause this to happen to my child? We can internalize it and just start to beat ourselves down. Oh, it's my fault. I'm not a good parent. What did I do wrong? And that's really not the life that God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to have that mentality. It's nothing that we did. Things just happen in life, but they're not meant to break us down. You know, they're meant for us to just like walk in it. And the thing is, is to remember that you're not alone. So that's the second point is that you are not alone. There are so many other parents and caregivers that are on the same journey. But oftentimes we feel like, well, I'm the only one because maybe other people, other family members don't aren't experiencing the same thing. Or even some of your friends, you might feel like, man, I'm the only one that's having to keep running to the school because of my kid. I'm the only one losing my job or I'm the only one. I'm staying up all night because my child is having tantrums and meltdowns. But no, you are literally not the only parent that is going to do this. That's just like a misconception. And then the third point was that help is available. And I want people to know that, again, you don't have to do this journey alone. And not only should you get help for your child, but you should also get help for yourself. Because if you're healthy, it helps to make the family as a whole healthy. Amen. Amen. It's so powerful. So powerful. Recognizing, you know, even having had the opportunity to go through your book and hearing so many elements of what you had to push past so that you would be able to get to the place that you are today, where you're triumphantly sharing your story, but also encouraging others to fight their way through too, so that their story can be one of triumph. And I love that you've, sh you've shared such a wealth of resources that people are going to be able to tap into as you guide them through even your thought process. We know it starts with the mind. It starts with you fighting the battle and winning the battle right there, right? And then making the decision to take action, to take the necessary steps to accomplish the task that you've been given really from the Almighty. You've been given this task of bringing in such tremendous gifts and nurturing that gift, your child, you know, in this world and this idea that, yes, your child is your Beautiful book titles may be interesting, parenting interesting children, but yet you're still able to accomplish this task with grace and with that triumphant mindset 
and not like you said, doing it alone. So, so powerful. I want to encourage everybody to really go through and not only recognizing the advocacy that you've been able to live through, but equipping others to do the same with the resources that you've laid out throughout this book. It's absolutely powerful. I want you to share with those who are tuning in today, as you've shared a little bit of the content, I want you to let us know what is it that you're hoping your readers will gain if there's at least one takeaway because you just shared three key points. What will readers gain when they read this book? So a sense of belonging. Again, mental health has a lot of stigma attached to it. And sometimes in some communities, people just want to like brush this brush it underneath the carpet and don't talk about it. I've even had people tell me, well, if I was you, I wouldn't tell anybody. And that is just not the right mentality. And so I want people to get a sense of like community that you're not alone on your journey, but this is something that you don't have to be ashamed of talking about. Like I did struggle writing it because I was like, man, do I really want people to know about this and that? But I had to like push past that. Because, again, it's nothing wrong with talking about mental health, especially um, children's mental health, because as parents, we're supposed to guide them. You know, and if we want them to feel comfortable in their own skin, we should be able to talk about these things, not only with other parents, but with our children. And so I wanted people to get a sense of belonging and to feel empowered to share their own story as well. I can already see that. People are going to walk away with this notion in their mind, as you shared, that you just simply need to do the thing that God has called you to do. Parent, parent in the best way that you can and be there for your your child or your children, no matter what. The challenges are always going to be there, but especially so knowing that you are in an interesting journey you know, parenting interesting children. And I love that you're getting people to start thinking the ways that in which that they can embrace this journey and this calling. It truly is a calling. And I thank you so much for just driving that home with your story and with taking this leap of faith (laughs) as a fearless creator and author. I want you to share with us, how are things going for your family now, especially for those who have taken the time to read your book and to learn about your entire journey? We want to hear what is it like being you today? So like in my book, I talk about like the roller coaster of all the different medicines that I had to try for my son and how, you know, I felt guilty putting him on medicine. But at the same time, it was a blessing that we did have those medicines as an option. And so we went from five medicines down to now three. So that's like for me, it's a huge accomplishment in my family. My son was placed in a residential treatment center three times. And so since 2018, he has not had to go to a residential treatment center. So again, that's another blessing. And like, it's like we've come so far. He hasn't been suspended. The school staff are not calling me every day. They're not emailing me every day. They're not telling me that my son isn't safe and cannot be placed on the school bus. Like he is riding the bus on himself, by himself to school. And this is all progress. 
And this is not how it used to be. It used to be really rough. He'd be up all night screaming, having his meltdowns in public, eloping from school. But my son is no longer doing those things. He still does have his moments, but compared to how it used to be, um, and now that he's 11, there's been so many improvements. He graduated from elementary school. <laughs> I think I was more excited <laughs> excited um, for him than he was. He didn't seem to have any feelings or emotions about it. But for me, it was like I graduated from elementary school. So now he's in middle school in the sixth grade. And yeah, I, I really don't have to worry about him as much as I used to. Yay! I just have to put those kind of applauses in there because I want to celebrate you in this moment and what you've been able to overcome to celebrate where you are today and seeing the journey that you've had to really take, knowing that you're not alone and you have been able to have the support you need. You've been able to advocate for the support that is available to you and to your son. And that has allowed you and your son and your entire family to be in a better place. And so we rejoice with you in that. And I'd love for you to let us know what's next for you. So again, I decided to write this book and I started a, a, my own publishing company, White Bonnie Publishing. And so I'm also working on a series of books for children titled I Am Not Bad. I remember going to my son's school and picking him up and all the kids pointing at him saying, he's bad, he's bad. And I'm like, what? Don't you tell me, don't you say my son's bad. Don't put your hands, at, don't put your fingers at him and don't say that he's bad. And what I noticed was even the teachers weren't even correcting the kiddos in his like kindergarten class. And so I, I wrote, I'm working on it, a series of books to, to be read to kids to know that when they see other kiddos in their class, like throwing chairs or eloping or crying and screaming, that they're, they're not bad children. There's no bad children. They just have a special needs. They may have ADHD or disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. They may have autism. And so that's what the book is about, that I am not bad. I have like ADHD. I'm not bad. I have autism. And so it kind of describes like what they may notice that their peers are doing that they maybe never seen before. It might come across as being scary. But I want them to know that your, your little classmates. They just have special needs. They're not bad. You know, they're they're just like you. They just need extra support and love. And that's what that series is about. And one more thing is I did start my own private practice and it is called Starburst Counseling and Wellness. And the reason why I started it was because as a parent, when I've gotten services for my son and even for myself, I felt so misunderstood. And I realized that, yes, people can go to school and have all this education. But when you're walking a journey and, and you're counseling a person on the same journey is, is so much more impactful when you have a person that truly understands what you're going through. And I wanted to support, provide some emotional, emotional support to other parents who are raising special needs children because I really understand what the struggles are like. And I'm not dismissive of parents. And their feelings. Wow. Thank you, Mavani. Thank you for stepping up, answering that call, being fearless <laughs> in all of the different ways, not only with the work that you do day in and day out as a licensed counselor and therapist. 
you know, even having worked, we, we learned that in your book, having worked even with the actual system itself. And in the government sector and in so many different ways, you've been able to show up with the school system, just incredible. And even recognizing that there's still so much more ahead, you know, with the stories and the books that you're going to get out there, as well as your own private practice. So I want to encourage everyone that's listening, tuning in and watching this on the replay. This is a dynamic woman of God, a fearless creator who is really stepping forth, sharing her story that otherwise other people would shy away from because it's no easy thing to go deeply in the transparency, the vulnerability that is necessary to share what it's like to parent interesting children. And so I'm just so delighted and blessed to have you share with us today, Waivani. And I love that you talked about your private practice as well, because people have an opportunity to connect with this mission. And of course, what it is that you've put together as, as an, a resource for other people to tap into. So I want you to share now, how can everyone stay in touch with you after hearing your story and all that you're doing? We want them to connect. So if people want to reach out to me, I do have a website. It's wivaniwilliams.com. So it's, it's my name. And on my website, there's links to all of my social media pages, to my private practice, to my publishing company. And there's like links to my own podcast that I'm working on. So just reach out to me on my website, wivaniwilliams.com. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh yeah, and my book is on Amazon um, in paperback and um, ebook version. Yes, and you can actually <laughs> see the photo right here on this particular video. We wanted to make sure you would not miss this beautiful book and story. And so we want to encourage you, even in this moment, while you're watching this, go over to Amazon. Also go over to her website, which we will have linked in the description. And we will also have on the screen for you. And so we want you to take action. We want you to be able to help get this story out to as many people that you know could really use it, that could use um, this encouragement to be triumphant, to recognize they're not alone, as Waivani shared earlier, and recognize that there are a host of resources available to them if they're parenting interesting children, if they're parenting children with special needs, that they don't have to do this alone. And there are community resources, there are just really an incredible amount of resources that actually Waivani has laid out for you in her book and in so many ways as she's showing up. So we want you to continue to stay connected and we want you to tune in, share this particular story, this video interview with others, and we will make sure to highlight other people who are taking a stand for sharing their story of triumph and advocacy. And then we want you to also make sure as, as we get all of the different podcasts that Waivani will be going on to and sharing her story, we will be listing that out, not only in the description, because this particular interview is going to be on the website that you'll be, be visiting, as well as on the actual 
Facebook page that some of you are viewing it on the Fearless Creator Facebook page, as well as it's going to be on the Fearless Creator podcast. And then we will have it also on the YouTube channel. So no excuses, all of the ways that you can connect with this fearless creator. Thank you, Waivani, for your gift and for answering the call. Any last words you wish to share with our viewers and listeners? Yes. So if you are a parent, I just want to let you know, truly, 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 you do not have to do this journey alone. Just reach out to me. I'm more than willing and able to do free support groups for parents just so that you can have a place so that you can vent, you can cry, you can scream, but you can also get the emotional support that that we all need, but it is really hard as a parent of a child with special needs. So just reach out and I will help to connect with you. Until next time, equipping you to fear.